Welcome to the Living Epistle Podcast, the place where you will find biblical principles to help you live out your faith on a daily basis and to have a positive impact on the lives of others. So get ready for another powerful episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Hello, my name is Tony Miles, and welcome to this week's episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Well, it's that time of year. Well, what time of year is that, you might be asking. Well, it's that time of year where January is in our rearview mirror, and we are assessing the progress that we've made so far on our 2022 New Year's resolutions. We are firmly into February, and again, January is in our rearview mirror, and we are now looking, saying, what progress have I made? And okay, I hear you. I hear you saying, don't remind me. And you know how we, you know how it usually goes. We, we make promises that we're going to lose weight, that we're going to eat healthier, that we're going to read a book a month, or we're going to read through the Bible in a year. And here it is the fourth day of February, and we haven't even cracked the first chapter of Genesis. We've made progresses that we're going to reduce our debt or that we're not going to spend so much money or that we're going to save money. We've made promises that we're going to go back to school or even if we're in school, we've made promises, hey, that we're going to do better. We're going to budget our time and we're not going to wait until the last minute to get those projects in. And that would be the same for work, by the way. We made promises that we're not going to procrastinate and yet we haven't changed any of our habits that are going to change the outcome. And the list can go on and on and on. So before you get depressed or before you get down and think that this is a podcast that beat you up, it's not. Um, that is not the purpose of this week's podcast. As a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. This week, I'm here to tell you that it's not too late. I just keep hearing the Lord say that it's not too late. Have you ever noticed throughout the Bible that God has given so many people fresh starts? Here are a couple of examples. Moses, he was an old man on the backside of the desert when he had an encounter with a burning bush and was called by God to need to lead a nation. David, a humble shepherd boy out in the field, tending to his father's sheep when he got a call from Saul to anoint him as king of Israel. Right. Peter, the apostle who denied Jesus three times as Jesus had predicted was forgiven and he was called to spend the rest of his life being this mighty preacher of the gospel of Jesus, winning so many souls uh, to, for the kingdom. And as a matter of fact, uh, and I didn't know this, but uh, as I was as I had heard this uh, not too long ago, that as a matter of fact, Peter is considered to be the first pope of the Roman Catholic Church. And then there's Paul, Saul at the time, who was persecuting God's people. And then he was transformed on the road to Damascus and he ended up becoming Paul. And Paul became this great writer, this great advocate, this great witness for Christ, who in fact wrote almost two thirds of the New Testament. So these are just a few examples of uh, people who have had fresh starts or people who have um, necessarily not started out on the right path or have veered off of the path. And so when you think about all of the people throughout Scripture who God has given another chance, is there any doubt? Is there any doubt that he that he is here today to do the same for you and for me? 
And so I want to start with um, some practical tips to get us back on track. So I have um, six practical tips to get us back on track to pursuing our goals or pursuing our dreams or to pursuing those resolutions that we made at the start of this year. And this by no means is an all inclusive list, but it certainly is a a list I believe that will get us back kind of on track and refocus our efforts to take a look at those goals, those objectives that we set out uh, to achieve at the beginning of this year. The first thing I would say is remember the reason why you made the resolution. Remember the reason W-H-Y you made the resolution. Why is this goal important? What's the why? When we think about the positive influence that this goal can have on our lives, it reminds us of exactly why we set the goal in the first place. It's always when we think about the why is that thing that kind of gets us going and keeps us motivated when we don't want to do it. So just remember your why. Why did you make that goal in the first place? And focus on that and get started again. The second thing I would say practically would be realistic. And we've talked about this a number of times as it relates to goals and goal setting. But be realistic. What do I mean by that? I mean, if you haven't exercised in years, let's just say, and now all of a sudden 2022 hits and you set a goal that, hey, I'm going to work out one hour every day. Well, That's not necessarily realistic. Why? Because you haven't done it in years. And now all of a sudden you're going to work out an hour every day. Instead of saying, I'll work out an hour every day, start by saying, I'm going to work out for 30 minutes on Mondays and Wednesdays, right? Make it realistic. That way you feel a sense of accomplishment. You feel a sense of achievement when you hit it. And then it encourages you to do it again. Remember, the whole objective in being realistic is to, um, it's about developing good habits that are going to lead you you to achieve the objectives. Again, be realistic. Number two. Number three, prepare for obstacles. I know it sounds simplistic. It sounds, you know, reasonable. It sounds like it makes sense, but we all know that change isn't easy. And I can't think of anyone that I know. And you probably can't think of anyone who you know who likes change. None of us like change. Now, we may like what happens at the end, but none of us really likes the process of changing. But here it is. Prepare for obstacles. If you expect and plan for the obstacles, you have a better chance of overcoming them when they come. You have a better chance of nipping them in the bud. What do I mean? Let's say, for example, if you think that you'll likely skip the gym in favor of sleeping in, here's what you do. Why don't you say, okay, you know what? I know I like my sleep. So instead of staying up late watching those shows that you know are going to keep you up into the wee hours of the night or late at night, why not say, okay, I'm going to go to bed an hour or a half an hour earlier so that I can get up in the morning and go ahead and get my workout and turn the television off, turn off the tube, turn off your device and go to bed, right? Plan for the obstacles. Here's another example. If you know that your downfall is desserts and yet you have your crew that every Friday or every Saturday or whatever that day is or every Sunday afternoon that y'all go out for coffee and dessert and you know dessert is your thing. You have to say to that crowd, hey, guys, if you would just know when we on Fridays or Saturdays or whenever that day is, I'm going to skip the coffee and dessert. Love you guys. But, man, I'm going to skip that because I'm, I'm on a mission. Right. Number four, partner with someone. 
partner up with someone, get a buddy, get a get somebody who's who's going to hold you accountable. I cannot emphasize this one enough. Even as we talk about in many of the podcasts, God has made us not to be alone. He said when he made Adam, it's not good that Adam be alone. If we're on a journey, if we have an objective, if we have goals, it's not good that we be alone. Things are better when you don't feel like you're all on your own. Things are better when you have a friend, a buddy, somebody who will hold you accountable, right? To reaching your goals. And that accountability is vital when we don't feel like we're not motivated to achieve our goals. That buddy, that person, that someone can give us the pep talk that we need or the kick in the pants, right? That we need to stay on track. Again, it's vital. There's strength in numbers. That is so true. It's a proverb. It's in the Bible. It's just there's strength in numbers, especially when you're heading in the right direction. And that person, it's happened to me many times. Um, you guys know I'm a runner. And so there's a buddy of mine when there were days when I didn't feel like running, man, he'd give me a call in the morning. Hey, you get it in? Ah, so you get up and you get it in because you don't lie to your buddy because, yeah, you get up and you get it in. And the same for him. And so, again, it's just their strength and number. So partner with someone who can hold you accountable because there are days when we just don't feel like it. But then if we know we're going to see our friend, we know we're going to see our buddy, they're going to ask us about it. Um, that just makes us gives us a little bit more incentive. And the same for that buddy gives them incentive. So that was number four. Partner with someone. Number five, create but more importantly, implement your plan. We can be great at creating plans. As a matter of fact, we created one for 2022. The question is, have we implemented an action plan? So create and implement, which is really key, an action plan. So here was what I mean. Break your goal into smaller steps so that they're easier to achieve. For example, if you want to save money or if your goal was to save money this year, your action plan may look something like this. Number one, I'm going to track my expenses for a week. Everything, everything that I spend for a week, not even a month, because a month is a long time to look at. But just say for one week, I'm going to track my expenses, all of my spending, everything, even if it's, you know, 50 cents, which I don't know what 50 could cost 50 cents today, but you get the point. But everything, track it for one week and then come up with a realistic budget. Number two, right? Come up with a realistic budget. Number three, work out what you can save per week. So you know what? Now that you're not going to do your um, coffee and dessert every week, that's money that you can put right there into your savings. And then number four, how about you have that amount deducted automatically from each pay, right? Again, you avoid having to have the temptation of having it uh, that money there to be to be spent. So these are just some ideas, right? And, and and you get the point, but break it down into realistic, tactical, manageable pieces. And then number six, here's the fun one. Reward yourself, right? Number six, reward yourself. If you choose exercises you find enjoyable, or you give yourself a little small reward once you've saved a certain amount of money, or you stuck to your exercise plan for that week, it's okay to reward yourself. The reward is a step that you've taken towards achieving your goal, and that can be really motivating. Otherwise, it can feel like it's just a tough slog. It can feel like drudgery, and that's not what you want. Just make sure, here's the caveat though with reward, just make sure that you don't treat yourself too often or too much. Let's make sure that you're not treating yourself and you find that little bit of money that you saved, you've drained it from your bank account, or you know, you don't feel like going to the gym and you find yourself resting every day, or whatever the case may be. You get the point. But it's okay to treat yourself for those um so for those accomplishments. 
The truth of the matter is, as we're entering into the second month of the year and we're now firmly into it, that some of us need a do-over. Some of us need a reset. Some of us need a do-over, a do-over in golf. And I'm not a golfer, but when I play, um, and it's usually at tournaments, they sell these things called mulligans. And if you're not a golfer, a mulligan is something that you can purchase where it allows you to not be penalized for taking a, a stroke. It allows you to, I say, if you missed a shot, or you hit the ball and it goes into the drink or it goes into the woods and you can't find it. You can use a mulligan and you put the ball right at the same spot where you left. In other words, it doesn't count against you that you hit that stroke. And let me just say right here, we have a God who is the God of the mulligans. Our God, is he not the God of the do-overs? Is he not the God of another chance? Is he not the God of fresh starts? Is he not the God of new beginnings? And here's the beauty of our God. He doesn't have any limit on how many we can have. He has no limit on the mulligans. He has no limit on the do-overs. He has no limits on the other chances. He has no limits on the fresh starts. That's a great place. That is a great place to praise God and say, Thank you, Father, that you are the God of the do-over. But sometimes, sometimes we lose sight of what God can do because of something that happened in our past. We're stuck. We're unable to move forward with the wonder and the plans that God so desperately wants to reveal and the things that he desperately wants to do in our lives. And so we have to refuse to stay stuck in that moment of our past, to stay stuck. Um, What do I mean? You may be stuck or frozen in the moment. It may be a past abuse. It may be uh, some personal failure. It may be um, um, something that completely was beyond your control, like an illness, a death, a sickness of a friend or whatever the case may be. Perhaps you've been disappointed by something that hadn't or didn't turn out the way that you wanted or that you expected or the way that you were thinking that it should. And so you're saying to yourself, man, it's over or it's too late for me. But I came to tell you today, podcast family, it is never too late to have a fresh start when you're a child of the Most High God. It is never too late ah, to have a fresh start when you're a child of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you refuse to give up on hope and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you out of your stuck place, not only will God restore what you lost, but he'll make your life even better than it was before. That's the purpose of making these resolutions and goals is we want to do better. We want to progress. Right. And so in Christ, you have a bright future waiting for you. And here's what I want you. If you don't remember anything else from this podcast, remember this one statement. Your past does not have to determine or define your destiny. And I'll repeat that. Your past does not have to determine or to define your destiny. God promises us that he has plans for us that are for good and not for disaster to give us a future and a hope. You may remind you may you that may sound familiar to you. It's it's what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 29 and 11. Right. And so if we choose to trust God and follow his lead, we'll get there slowly, but surely we'll get there. And again, the race is not given to the stronger, to the swift, but it is given to those who endure to the end. And so just remember this as you're looking at your goals and maybe your disappointments and the things that you didn't do. Remember this, that all things are possible with God, Matthew 19 and 26. And 
Again, if we refuse to give up, if we will, um, if we refuse to give up on hope, if we refuse to give up and if we will have those new beginnings and those amazing plans that God has for us in our life, just keep going one step at a time. Keep our focus on him. Keep our gaze on him. Keep moving. Keep remembering. Keep hoping. Keep thinking. Keep doing the thing that God has called you to do. And if you're listening to this podcast, then it definitely is not too late to fulfill the hopes, the dreams, and the aspirations that God has placed in each inside of you and in each side and inside of each one of us. Again, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, if you're hearing this podcast, it is definitely not too late. Not ever in God's kingdom, not ever as a child of the Lord Jesus Christ. So remember, family, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. This is Tony Miles. Thanks for listening. Now go and be a living epistle. Join us again next week for another episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Music for Living Epistle Podcast is provided by audionautics.com.